Welcome to Victory Formation with KG. I'm here with Craig G, 2K and Song. I'm KG, let's go. In sports, we got NBA. We got the NBA All-Star Game in Atlanta, the COVID edition. I didn't watch it. I wasn't there. King James said he really wasn't feeling it. So I, I was following suit and was really not feeling it either and didn't even partake. So fill me in on what happened. I know we had Team LeBron, Team Durant. What, what happened? Man, the NBA, what is going on? I used to love NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, I don't know what's going on, man. It used to be, you know, the festivities going up. You got the celebrity game. You got the, the rookie game. You got all these different games, different, uh, I guess, skills, competition, all this stuff going on. I go to look. I can't even find it. I don't know what day is coming on. I don't know what events are coming on. I'm like, yo, what is going on, NBA? So I was lost to begin with. I, I didn't see it on Saturday. Then I hear on the radio the joints coming on. I, I missed the skills competition. Um, I didn't catch the three-point contest. They they added more rules. They got new three-point uh, balls in it, added two balls deep. You're like, what? What happened to just the regular rules? We already knew the rules for the three-point contest. Now you got the new rack. It's all the, the money balls. It's all over the place. Then we had the All-Star game. We got a quarter at a time, and then they're flipping it and starting off back over from zero. Weird as hell. And then you got the dunk contest in the middle of the damn <laughs> middle of the All-Star game. It was weird, man. Terrible judges. I don't know what happened to the All-Star weekend. It was trash. Uh, you just grew up, Craig. Like, <laughs> Craig G, you got to remember, you used to like a lot of things when you was 12, 13, 14 that you probably don't like now. Um, you just you just grew up, man. So, look, the All-Star game has changed, and it's a shame that you're the youngest on the, on the podcast, and you're the old man. Get off my lawn. Stop changing the rules. <laughs> I, like the, I like it the way it used to be. It's, they're trying to make it <laughs> the so way it's used not to the be. same yeah, they're trying to make it so that it's not the same thing because people actually were getting tired of it. So they're trying to add a little spice to it. I don't actually have a problem with it. Um, it was really cool, of course, anytime you get a three-point contest with Steph in it because you know he's going to do Steph things or he at least has the ability to do Steph things. And what did he do? He did yeah. Steph things. He just made it, brought, brought it down to yes, the wire. He did. And made it super exciting. He took advantage of all those moves you don't like and made 31 points in one round, which was crazy because he needed all of them half the time. Like, it's it was amazing to see that all-star game was more of easy, also. it's easy to do when you got 80 uh, uh money balls <laughs> exactly exactly that's exactly right so and and you're, when you're the best shooter that we've ever seen it's awesome which carried over into the all-star game which i thought was dope because him and dame was like all right well let's see who can shoot it from further basically Giannis didn't miss a shot the entire game he banked one off the glass which was kind of crazy but <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was. If you wanted to see some NBA basketball, you know, it's a, it's a watered down version because it's a, it's, a, it's an All Star weekend. But I thought it was okay. 
Fair enough. That was a, that was a good rundown. It doesn't sound like I missed much. And uh, <laughs> nah, maybe you next you year. You can catch the highlights. You can just catch the highlights. <laughs> just, just catch the highlights. Uh, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to go into the to the NBA trade. So hold, we up, got... hold up. Hold up. Hold on, KG. We, we know what All-Star Weekend is really about. The clubs. Where the clubs popping. Hot. We, that's what we really need to know. Where the strip clubs popping. Out in the street still. What'd you hear? I know you heard we're gonna something. Know. We're you're gonna, close. We're you're gonna, the closest one. Yeah, we're gonna know in ten days on them test po- po- positive. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> super, super spreader. Hold on. Super Hold on. Spreader. Which test are we talking about now? Yes. Yes. All Several. Of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> 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 With another case for Ti possibly coming. It's Ti and Tidy. Oh, it's a family man. That's the family man. Come on, <laughs> family man. So, like I said, it, <laughs> we got we're gonna keep it moving. We got trades. We got Blake Griffin going to the Nets. So Blake Griffin that has been injured, but now coming over to the Nets. This for me, I didn't think they could do much with it. I think this might help them to. I, I can believe in them more with Blake Griffin because uh, I didn't know about the rest of the team, the supporting cast. Um, what do y'all think on that? Um, Blake Griffin coming down from Detroit. I don't think he was happy in Detroit. He definitely wasn't healthy in Detroit. So I think we may see a closer version to him, you know, in L.A. So, you know, he's healed up. He doesn't have to do as much. So I feel like he's going to come play his role. And and I think they got a good one right there. I think he's going to really contribute. He doesn't have to do a whole lot, but he's going to do, do some work. Yeah, like Blake, Blake is, you know, he's he should have accepted his role as who he is now before but if on this team you gotta know you gotta know your role so I think if he can do that it's all about the maturity level and that way like you said Craig just being happy and at that point if you can be in any type of addition you have the the league experience here's a little crazy thing though and I'm not sure as as of a week ago or so uh, this was still true Blake Griffin hasn't dunked in a game since 2019 like two years, who, bro. Who, Crazy. Who only who only dunks on everybody and has some of the most vicious posterizations we've ever seen. Hasn't dunked the ball since 2019. Like I, I was pretty close to dunking one last year, man. Come on, Blake. I slapped the board, though. <laughs> one of the most one of the most athletic uh, dunkers ever. This dude was jumping out the gym. I mean, literally throwing the ball down into the into the court. I mean, into the basket. Like, what are you doing? Like, who could do that but him? Like, it's, yeah, it's but insane, but... You're talking about, like, multiple years ago. I think this is non-news. I think he's <laughs> takes up space for the team, and that's it. Yeah, well, I didn't know. I didn't know he hadn't dunked in that long. So since the, I mean, that, I don't know, but I, but I, <laughs> somebody that I do know that is another person on their roster, cause, so that I know four people. I mean, and the coach. So other than that, I don't know who the hell else plays in Brooklyn. So that that right there, I think, is a positive for them. Now we also have Andre Drummond, not DeAndre, but Andre Drummond. Possibly being bought out, <laughs> possibly being bought out and going to the Lakers. That's the speculation. So, on on the move for DeAndre Drummond, bought out, going to the Lakers. What do y'all think on that? Did we did we clear up the name? What's the name? Andre Drummond. Andre. <laughs> okay, it'll always okay, be it'll okay. always be DeAndre. 
Always <laughs> Always going to be DeAndre. Uh, I don't got much to say about this one. Uh, I think he just plays his role. Pretty much got to be it. Hey, I've, I've grown to trust LeBron the GM. <laughs> so if he says it's a, it's a good move for the roster, hey, it's a good move for the roster. He know what he needs. I think this is a this is bigger news than Blake Griffin. <laughs> that I'll leave it at that. I think if if he goes to the Lakers, I mean, they they need a big man, right? KG, tell me they need a big man. They got Gasol, so they got they <laughs> add to it. That that's only going. They got two now. I mean, so right. Um, Anthony Davis, I mean, technically is, but come on, we know he's he's on that. These are two more old school big men, but they in in the paint and, and you know going to play some defense and and do some things. So. Yeah, Drummond, that's, well, a, that's a good move for the Lakers well, if they can well, do that. And they're going to get them on the cheap. So get right, that I'll say this. Song, song, your observation was that <laughs> this signing would be more news than non-news. Because the Blake Griffin, you just like, that's not even news. You just said Blake wasn't even newsworthy at all. So this doesn't really have to be newsworthy to be considered more newsworthy than that. That's Dang, man, you just completely downplayed the Blake joint. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> right. Now we're going to uh, switch it up and go to the NFL. So we have the NFL uh, first black woman referee has been hired, Maya Shaka, a Norfolk State University graduate, a health and physical education teacher in Virginia Beach. Uh, she will be the first woman, um, black woman to work as a referee, and she'll join Sarah Thomas, who was just in the Super Bowl, uh, who is the first woman. So you got, and as I saw from her, she's saying that Sarah Thomas is one of her mentors and Maya Shaka had been in the system, in development, in the pipeline. So she was, interestingly, they say she was the first preseason game where she was a few years ago reffing in the preseason and the first snap in the NFL taken by one Patrick Mahomes, she was refereeing that game. So Maya Shaka, Women's History Month, here we go again with, you know, some history being made right here. So what do y'all think about uh, Shaka, Miss Shaka being the referee? Won't Jay-Z do it? Check us out now. Black <laughs> female referees. Oh, doing it, dog. Um, this is a good thing. I mean, they're trying to finally catch up to current times. I mean, this is you know, been run by old white men and old white men been refereeing. So front office coaches. So now hey, get people in there to mix it up for referees. Why not? And hopefully, guess what? We won't know she's out there. Hopefully she'll be, you know, calling the game. Good that we don't notice that she's on the field. Yeah, that would be that would be a really nice scenario. Uh, I'm not hopeful that that was uh, something we're going to see because I was excited to see the news because, uh, you know, spending so much time in the Hampton Rose area, I got a lot of people, you know, behold the green and gold. I got the Norfolk State alum all, all you know, telling me how happy they are. And then I go right to the comment section and it's already starting. I'm just like, man, just why can't we just celebrate the goodness right here? This is some good news. We just, it's already getting <laughs> rained down upon. So, I'm happy for it, though. That's really good news. And, of course, it's good news for a bunch of other people because it's representation. It's somebody, somebody, some little girl somewhere is now seeing something she's never seen before and thinking, oh, so that is something I actually can't do. So that's a, that's a big win right there. 
definitely. So rooting for her and hoping that she can go out there and do her thing. I'm confident she can, and sh- and she'll go out and and do that. Uh, still teaching in Virginia Beach. So your your PE teacher, <laughs> health teacher is an NFL referee. I mean that's pretty dope right there to have, you know, um, her to be your PE teacher. So I, I can imagine directly connected to children. I mean, it's not even like we got this. Somebody has to try and find what game she's on or whatever. You got a <laughs> real live uh, referee trailblazer um, in your classroom. That's That right there is major. Uh, we're going to stay in the NFL and talk about this uh, real quick. This Dak Prescott deal where he gets a $160 million contract to stay in Dallas. Uh, we got four years, 100, $160 million and $66 million signing bonus, 75 million that that in in that that first year uh between that that bonus and that and that salary for the first year. So uh he finally got paid. Uh Jerry waited too long and this is what you this is what you had to do. You could have done it sooner, but now he had to go ahead and do it. You said it. It took too long. What the hell took this long? This, this dude, I mean clearly you needed to pay him. He's your best player. So pay the man. I mean, he put it in time. He put it in due. Get that man a contract. What? I don't know. Then he got got the man hurt. Now he possibly like, oh, is he going to get his money now? They just going to kick him to the curb. Thank God they paid him. It's, it's, it's overdue. Yeah, that 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 was gonna always be the thing. I think we talked about it before. Like, and if if, if we didn't talk about it on air, we talked about it offline. Like Jerry was costing himself money, like he always trying to <laughs> be the, the true businessman that he really isn't. And yeah, Rain Dakota Prescott, get your money, man. <laughs> get your money, young fella. Y'all ain't even know his name was Rain. <laughs> no. Yeah, his name is Rain Dakota Prescott. Dak for sure. Well, I think he had to get paid. He had to get paid. There's no way around it. Like you said, um, Jerry waited too long, and now we're in work from home. Everybody got to get paid, no matter what they're doing. And <laughs> he's the biggest example. Dak's gonna blow it up. He's gonna blow up the bench. He's got that work from home money. <laughs> Man, uh, rehabbing. Hey, you gotta pay him. Hey. It's COVID. You got to give them that COVID money. Now, y'all hear that right. So what we're saying is that has set the precedent for the rest of us. That means, that, you know, we're going to go out here and, and break the bank <laughs> because we're getting this work from home money. So now you got to negotiate and, and work from home. You're getting paid even more. But, yeah, I don't know if I put in there the $126 million guarantee. And the short contract is in that um, Russell Wilson mode doing a four-year deal essentially in the third you really get three years and you're back to the table again so that's what Russell Wilson is right now so it looks like he kind of set the stage for that whereas a few years ago we had the guaranteed deal with Kirk Cousins Craig's favorite player favorite quarterback that he thought you know he was going to do you like that you like that you like that His, his guaranteed contract was going to somehow be a game changer that actually wasn't. And, and you see here with Dak, like I said, he should have been paid. Dak came in a fourth round pick and did his thing. You know, we, we're a fan of the, you know, Washington football team. So now that he's got his compensation, the 
so, somebody gotta get cut somewhere. That's how the game go. <laughs> Y'all can't keep everybody. So now, once you play your quarterback, once you pay your quarterback, somebody else gotta go ahead. You gotta expend and get rid of a couple people. So we're gonna see what happens with um with down there in Dallas and um Washington football team. We gotta get a quarterback. We still don't have one. <laughs> so right. we sitting here wondering what we gonna the do. Heineke, man, what you talking about? Heineke. Oh. Yeah, Heineken, all right. <laughs> Six pack. <laughs> but there you have it. That that got his money finally. We were wondering where's he gonna get it, and he finally got it. So congrats to him for that. This is victory formation. Let's take a knee. And the current events, we got the COVID relief bill here, $1.9 trillion COVID stimulus bill, $1,400 checks came through the house, came through uh, into the Senate also, and it will be there for signature for President Biden on Friday. So we had a vote of 220 to 221. Uh, the house passed the measure and cleared it for Biden's signature. It's finally here. It, it's what's needed There's some other uh, pieces that have been added in that, that were needed as well. I know the daycare release that I saw on there was something that was necessary. And I believe I even said on here before that we should really just roll daycare just up into uh, the school system and just make it that much easier um, to, to be handled. But the COVID relief bill is here. What do y'all think of this $1.9 trillion bill here? So from what I heard, they had no Republicans that voted for it. And they said that pretty much the bill was almost identical to the bill they passed before. So it's like, all right. <laughs> so if Trump if Trump puts it out there, we're all for it. If anybody else does it, buy it, nah, we don't we don't want it. It's like these people it's it's, it's so idiotic, the, the logic that they had. It's, do the people need help? Yes. Do we need a bill? Yes. Uh, what, what's stopping y'all from signing it? What, y'all continuously say that people need less as they continually give themselves raises. So it's like, we need more, but we're going to do less. We're going to work less hours, less days, give ourselves more money, but y'all need, y'all need less. Give ourselves more, give y'all less. Look, it's, oh man, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, so... Um, the, the reports that I read about it were just talking about, you know, yeah, okay, it looks good up front, but are they sneaking in? You know, is this, does this mean, how much does this mean in tax hikes or tax increases? And, man, if the people need the money, <laughs> you know, on one hand, like you said, Craig G, if they needed the money last time, it was a great idea. Well, the same people still need money this time. <laughs> You know, they didn't they didn't magically get things didn't magically get better. So yeah, they still need it. So that I mean, but that's the point of all of those things. It's always give and take. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I work overtime. Yeah, but I'm away from my family more. Like you gotta give something to do the uh, yeah, I made more money this week, but I missed the T ball game or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's always give and take. You gotta pay the taxes, you gotta pay the piper all the time. So yes, everything that you get, you can't just oh magically pull out more money from somewhere. So it's gotta, yeah, we're gonna have to pay for it, but 
right now the people need it. So let's get let's get everybody their money, man. For me, yeah. go ahead. Oh, sorry. For for me, um, it just shows if the Democrats hadn't won, like if they hadn't won in Congress with zero Republicans voting for this thing, it would have gone through. Like that's where for, like that's where like your vote, even for the the Congress people, the senators, that matter. Yeah, d- d- definitely, 100%. definitely does. I mean, you have the people who who some of the the things that were added. You know, you had oh they added this and that. This is what happens. This is how the game works. This is how the system works. <laughs> things get added in. The people who are in power, what it is. Um, and you have Biden with a, a victory. I mean, and then you, how, how do you sell that to somebody that you didn't vote for it? Like that's, that's the one that you, that's going to stick with you. So, and, and to, to spite him or people, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, they went back on, on the, the unemployment went down to, I think, was it 300 from 400? The first time it was 600. And again, what I don't like about this, just in general, is that uh, the COLA, the cost of living allowance. Come on now, we know that there are high <laughs> income areas and we know that they're low income. So why do we have numbers that are just based on a flat number when we know that we don't live in a flat economy? So that's the, the issue I have with this is like, there needs to be the the adjustment in there for the for where where you live based on what it costs so if that's the bare minimum this number is for the the lowest cost obviously if, you, if you're living in a in a high cost area that money isn't going to go as far yeah and then not only that guess what if we would have just listened to the doctors and scientists and shut down we could already reopen and been back in business baby Right. To the smart people, don't come out of left field somewhere and say, "Hey, I know better than the experts." And this is the situation we got. You listen to the dummies, let the dummies run the show. This is what you get—a shit show. Well, hopefully, we, hopefully, we almost did in the bill. They're talking about money for reopening, which uh, in schools, giving them what's needed. So, hopefully, through the fall, they're saying through the end of September. So it pretty much looks like that's the window, but obviously we got spring, summer coming. It, it could be impacted by that, but nonetheless, I think they did the right thing and we got what we needed. We're going to move on to Harry and Megan, the interview with Oprah. So we have racism and the royal family. Shocker, <laughs> shocker that uh, Megan was treated the way that she was treated, uh, had suicidal thoughts. Um, just a, another, um, not even feather in the cap, but I mean, Oprah with an excellent interview, pulling some of the some of the stories out, and um, everybody's in a frenzy over there uh, across the pond. <laughs> yes, they are definitely got their panties in the wad. They are upset, uh, and the, the I guess. The major one is Pierce Morgan. Everybody knows him. He's a loud mouth. He's going after people. And he's had it out for Meghan Markle for, you know, years now. I guess since she cut him off and he goes on his show and gets into it with, with the people on his show and walks off 
upset saying that they uh the the royal family. Like, how can you say this family is is racist? I mean, do we know the history of the royal family? I mean, colonizing, pretty much stealing their wealth from all these different countries. Like, do we really understand what how they got their money? And then you go in and you say, "Is lying." It's a fact that she is lying. Were you there? How can you say something that's factual? Well, the queen would never say that. So because you are in love with the queen, you're going to say that somebody else's opinion and what they had happened to them is not true because of what you feel? Man, it just speaks to racism in people, man. They're just so sick and delusional. They just come out with their views as fact, and it's, it's crazy. But that's how you have it out there, man. Yeah, so as far as being entertained and interested in this topic, I don't think I could be less interested. Like, I, it just, everybody just, <laughs> everybody, like, I'm telling you, like, I'm getting hits on social media. Oh, look at this. Watch this. Oh, I'm going to tune in. I'm going to make sure I miss. And then I got up early to watch the replay, and I do not care. I never cared about the royal family before, and I know that it's a little more interesting to us culturally because we have more representation in there now uh, and then that story was actually pretty cool but that's just that's where it ends for me I'm not even interested in that at all sorry <laughs> a question I had was I don't know if y'all remember this that there was a uh, a, a, a prince who dressed up for Halloween as Hitler uh, yes Harry that was Harry so I mean part of this for me was like we hey Harry was the one who was the racist before the other racists were outed. So here we have it where um, I know people don't want to go there. Hey, he was young, whatever. I understand that he was, but that's still on his tab. That's still on his record. That's still there. That blemish is still there. So no surprise for me. I don't think anybody was surprised to to know that, hey, that that this is is how they operate. And it's just a weird um, thing anyway. And we have this, obsession with it it is a little um lighter for that matter <laughs> no 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 pun right there but it's a little bit uh a lighter of a thing where it's not that heavy except for when you look at harry saying hey my mom died the paparazzi my wife is in here catching heat so i've already seen this and i know how this can play out so i think we just gonna have to roll man this this one's crazy uh yeah what came out was they said that they were actually trying to consider or or do the question out there what is the complexion of their baby going to be that was the the real thing that, that shook it up and right. everybody's going at Meghan Markle nobody's saying anything about Harry this is the thing this is them saying it and only one person is pretty much getting bashed in this whole situation. It's the black girl. So <laughs> figure that one out. But I, and I think them them being here actually, <laughs> to me, I just saw that more as a positive. It was like, again, nobody really cares about that in general. And I, and I know the numbers will say that people actually do care because, you know, there is that, that following that they have. But I think her coming back here, I mean, that's probably, you know, more... Um, we're gonna get into it later with, with coming to America. I mean, you over you the American ambassador, right? I mean, you over here 
um, as the as the ambassador. So that's kind of a better fit because at the end of the day, he not gonna be the king, right? I mean, <laughs> it's going if he is, it'd take forever. So he could be. It could so, happen. Okay. And <laughs> I'm just saying that the queen been there for as long <laughs> as she's been there. People getting there and they stay in there, they in that in that seat forever. So you might as well go ahead and, and do something different. That's all I'm saying. So uh hopefully something good will come from this. I mean, I I, I don't know if another black person will be <laughs> married into the family. Um I know if it was a black man, it'd probably been worse, but <laughs> nonetheless. Oh, oh, definitely. <laughs> Most likely, definitely I mean, would be worse than that. Possibly, I don't. We could have been, but um, we'll see. Oprah did a good job, and Megan put some stuff out there, which is which is good, also to make them uh, have to be held to account for it. Because typically, it's a one-way street. So she put she played some offense, put them on the defensive, and for that, you know, what I'm saying I think that was good. So now we're going to keep it moving. Also, also, real quick, did you hear where they were staying? You brought up no. coming to America, was shot, Tyler Perry Studios. They're staying at Tyler Perry's place out there in, in Cali. And uh, apparently they had the Medea uh, security squad on there, the cartels, whatever team. Right. Medea was the gun. I didn't hear that they were staying there. That he was paying for their for their security. So there you have it. We move into to the trial for Derek Chauvin. We're in jury selection right now. So Derek Chauvin uh, killed George Floyd, and now we're in jury selection mode. We're probably um, about a month away from the trial. We have six jurors chosen. The third degree murder charge has been added as well. Uh, the second degree is up there too. Manslaughter. So there is something this should stick, but we've been here before and we'll see. Um, this feels like the the Trump trial impeachment again feels like, you know, all the other trials we've seen where pretty much uh, white man has done something wrong, blatant, his own video, we got it. And who's it affecting? Oh, the black man, who cares? That's what this feels like. It's just another setup, and it's going to be another letdown. I hope that I'm wrong. It feels like. And you get these people out here. You see the video. You have, you know, the medical examiner saying that he died from asphyxiation. And guess what? People are still out here trying to say fentanyl. Fentanyl? Uh, it was an overdose. It's like, where are you getting this from? Y'all are just going to throw it out there. You see what happens. That's not what happened. You know that crack. Sprinkle that. Sprinkle that crack on them. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. For y'all that haven't seen the old Dave Chappelle <laughs> stand up, that's a that's a that's a an appropriate use of that one right there, Craig G. Um, yeah, man. Like I was, I like hearing that they that the judge reinstated the the third degree murder charge. It gives the prosecutors another way to try to get something done because you know that sometimes these things can get real slippery, which is what Craig G's kind of saying is like, yeah, I'm not hopeful because, and so now there's three different ways to try to get them. But I mean, it, it's on video, man. It's on video. The whole thing, we synced it. <laughs> it was right there. Like, do you need three ways to get them? 
You know what I mean? But that's how the legal that's how that's how that's how the law works. There are legal loopholes. You can get you can get through all kind of stuff, and you know. So this is just another way that hopefully uh, you can see some some positive change, uh, and you just kind of like as a landmark, I guess. Yeah. So you have Michael Slager. Do y'all remember him? Michael Slager shot Walter Scott in the back right. in South right. Carolina. Yeah. Got 20 years in jail. Uh, so we have been here before. We do have to remember some of those victories. It, it's very few that we have that we've been able to uh, to win, but we do have them. Hopefully, this one will go there. But I do know that obviously it's tough because <laughs> it's not typical that that does happen, even with the video and everything that, that happens with that. Because with that Slager video, that <laughs> the guy who actually shot the video went to jail before he did. <laughs> so they they tried. They they ran behind him and, and found some dirt on him and put his button jail for for taping the video. He was a damn good Samaritan. He was a hero, you know. If if not for him, it, it would have went down a different way. So we do have those, but the setup that we're seeing. You mentioned the the fentanyl. We also I saw where they said witnesses cannot or, or um, cannot refer to um, to him as a gentle giant. You can't so like how do you how can you say you can't call somebody a gentle giant? It's, it's very uh crazy. So I'm gonna give you put an alternative out there, a teddy bear. There you go. Can you can't be a teddy bear either? I mean we can we can flip this a number of different ways. We can play no. these little stupid word games and figure something out another way to say it. I mean he's kind, he's gentle. I mean what but you can't say that. It was um very strange how that one how do you get that victory? I don't understand that one. <laughs> right, but we'll be there in about a month, so we'll keep it updated, and we'll, we'll say with George Floyd. Uh, I also saw where during the summer, at the at its peak, <laughs> I think we I even said it on here. They said it was around sixty percent Black Lives Matter were at an approval rating of about as a positive. They were seen positively at sixty percent. Now it's back down to fifty percent. So that is a is a negative. Oh, you. You saw fifty percent. I heard it was forty percent. I heard it was definitely even further than that. Right. Oh, and who was um Muhammad uh, Noor that was in uh in, in uh, Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. where shot a white woman. He went to jail. So we've seen it. Will it happen again this time? Um, I'm gonna hold out hope on this one. I hope that I mean we we saw it and it should mean something. But we'll we'll follow up and, and follow it and keep y'all updated. This is Victory Formation. Let's take a knee. And in hip hop versus acquired by Triller Network. Uh, so we have Timberland. Swiss Beats get together and and they sell the the platform to Triller and I don't know I, I salute I guess I don't know for the culture is it sellout I, I, I'm a mixed mixed feelings here I don't know what's going on fellas mixed mixed feelings why I mean Triller is a great company dude I go on there I watch all the concerts they got all the new movies all the shows. It's better than Amazon. You can order food, whatever you want. Y'all don't use Triller? Who? No. 
Who? Right. What? Is that how you say no, it? No, I, I, I don't either. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I just made all that up. I have no clue what the hell Triller is. <laughs> uh, I was just trying to pump it up a little bit, give it something, something to go on. I have no clue what it is. 2K. Do they got it down yeah. there in Florida? I mean, of course. Like, what do you mean? You know where I am. Uh, it's Triller. It's never been Triller than it is right now. <laughs> um, I, I don't tra- know, The man. trailer park, that's the trailer. The tra- <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is kind of where I'm like, I love to see the the the, the, the monetization which is what we're looking for, because they really turned that Versus into a whole business. We kind of talked about it when we did the year-end wrap-up. I think we touched on how it really exploded. But now that it is, it's exploded, it's like, all right, do I now take my baby and go ahead and sell it? Or do I could keep that money right here with us, with the people that started it, and keep the dream alive and do everything else? Because I don't know what, where it's going to go. And that ain't about Versus, like... We knew who was on, who was going to be on the verses. We all would sit there and it would start off as little comments and things like that. Next thing you know, it was the real deal. So we were like, man, I can't wait for fill in the blank. And then there it was coming up in two months. We knew we were going to see that one. I don't know what Triller's you know, goal is to do with it. Is it going to be Avril Lavigne versus uh, Alanis Morissette? Like, I don't know. Are, are they changing it? Cause they, I don't know, man. So <laughs> I, hope it's a, I hope it's a good one. I hope that I hope that's a good I hope that's good news overall for the culture. Yeah, so a little more. So uh Triller Network, the parent service company, uh, the video making and social media app Triller. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, so Swiss Beats and, and Timberland will uh, become shareholders of the Triller Network. Uh they they join the the management team and will serve as as brand visionaries. So okay, I mean, well, that's you good. That, that part, that part, that's good. Right, but you already to keep right. some, to so keep, another... yeah, to keep some of your uh, productive uh, control, the creative control, and right. like you said, board members. Okay, right, and then you have uh, the two have allocated a portion to all forty three um, creatives. <laughs> so anybody who's been on there. So if you look at the people who's been on there, the uh, what's what's um uh, real name government was his last name. So uh, no, his wife no was on there. So I'm saying they had two people on there. Uh, the next one, my question was: so it would have been a Wu Tang would have had the most uh, members on there because you had RZA and then you got Ray and Ghost coming. So there would have been the three of them would have been there, and then you had um, so they got that connection. But I guess you still had uh, DMX and Jada on there also. But in terms of family, you got, you know, uh, uh, Alicia was on there with John Legend and then Swizz is in there. So you got that. I mean, it's, it's, this is a tough one because it was for the culture and it was like almost instantaneous, boom, and it's gone. You know what I'm saying? You really don't have the control anymore. So we talked about the business piece. What is it? Other stuff. What? what is it gone? We don't know. We don't know how it's going to look, you know, moving forward. It might be bigger, better. We don't know. No, no, they don't have. They they had. You don't have control of it anymore. That's clear. You don't. You do not have complete control. Whereas before, you had it. It was your thing, and now you've released it. The other thing I saw is that they said the business move behind it or part of it is possibly because a IPO coming for Triller, and they think that that is really going to blow up. So a lot more money to be made. You know, by by you know taking that stake and. Um, taking stock in the company, so I don't know, man. It feels like know. a 
It feels like a Jay Z move, does it not? It does. It does. <laughs> and I, I think that. I think that was the last time. I think that was the last time we talked about it. I, we we just had this the same conversation where it's like, hey, get your money, but are you damaging the brand and the culture by doing it? So. I think that was the and last the, time we had this conversation. And the and the um the only thing the different here is that they actually created it. So I mean, Jay Z right. typically will buy something that's already existing. They actually hey came up with a great idea and now boom, you know went ahead and sold it. So uh, this one here, hopefully we still get versus like you said, um, Avril Lavigne and Alanis Morissette. Uh, I hope it doesn't go to that. If it goes to that, that's supposed to be like, how long did it take? We finally in 2021 have a black bachelor. It took that, it took damn near 40 years, it seemed like that, 40 episodes of the bachelor to get a, a black bachelor. Avril Lavigne got wait. She she gonna have to wait. You know what I'm saying? She gotta wait her turn. She can't if she's on there in season three, shit, we got problems. <laughs> we got problems. If Eminem is on there, you know, we could you can live with that. But if it goes outside and goes right. to the, you know, to that pop lane, yeah, we got problems there. Then they they really uh, yeah. We the black on. delegation. <laughs> right. so, <I> mean, hey. <laughs> So there you have it. Uh, Swizz, Tim, hopefully it wasn't a sellout move. Hopefully it'll it'll move in that direction. And those 43 others who actually came on there for nothing, for the culture during the pandemic and gave us something, hopefully um, it does blow up and they get compensated that way as well. Uh, we're going to move on. Keeping in that thing, Women History Month, Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, goes Diamond. So on Tuesday, the RIAA um, officially announced the rapper's hit moved 10 million copies. So salute to Cardi for that. She becomes the first female rapper to receive diamond status for a single. Oh, I know y'all saying, hey, hold up, who else did what? Yes, Lauren Hill got diamond status for the miseducation of Lauren Hill, but not for a single. So there you have it for a single. Cardi B is the first one to go ahead and do that. Shout out to Cardi B. I'm not a huge Cardi B fan, but I, I do enjoy her pop rap when it does come on here and there. Um, but in the day of streaming, how do they count the the diamond status? How does that work? Does anybody know? Uh, this is weird for me. This is like, this, did people listen that many times on stream? Is that it? People buy it? Um, How does that work? <laughs> we do know this because, uh, not to bring his name up again, but Sean Carter, <laughs> if you remember, he had a deal with, with the Samsung <laughs> where you got the album as a part of the deal. And he was arguing that he still got his platinum flat because if if Samsung, if one <laughs> company buys a million copies, it still counts. And then they did something with streams also related to he wanted to get streams counted. And I forgot, it, there's a number. It's like 10 streams equal one or something like that. It might be 20, but there is some kind of, they did something, they got a formula. They got it, yeah, they got, they have right. a formula. Right. Right, and that's wow. what was happening. Where you had all the, where you had all the Asian superstars, they would just have so many people that come out there, and they would just have like banks of people where they would just have multiple devices, and they would just be streaming on all these devices overnight. And so 
you will wake up and the number one song in the world would be something we never heard of. Oh, so, the, the K-pop? Yeah. Hey, you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it hey, is. Hey, we've all we've all heard it. Maybe all they getting it too. Yeah. We're just not in that demographic. <laughs> That's right. Right. We're not That's teenage right. girls. <laughs> I don't know who uh, else listens to that stuff. And yeah, I'm an Asian guy, yeah. so I don't. I don't. Know <laughs> well, I will say this. I will say this about Cardi B. Uh, I actually am a fan, and I first heard that song, and I was not because I was like, "This is hot garbage." I was like, "The beat comes in, and I'm ready for this thing," and then it's trash. And then I had a friend of mine. I had a friend of mine tell me, no, listen, that's not a good representation of who she is. You need to go listen to her mixtape, listen to some of her albums or whatever. She actually is better than that. And so I did, and she was, and she's actually gotten better since then. And to, her, to like, I guess this is the way music works, it actually grew on me because I was, it, it came up on a playlist the other day while I was on a, on a drive and I didn't fast forward. I didn't skip it. I let it play. I was like, eh. But think about what you just said, Miss, the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Was the last was the last time the other time that that happened? That's a that's a stark contrast, man. <laughs> Miseducation, right. Lauren Hill, but no, Miseducation, Lauren Hill. The album went diamond. The album, didn't have, I know that's what I mean. But no, yeah. the, but that's, but I'm saying to your point, I'm saying she had how many singles did she have that didn't go diamond? So, so I mean, that's something. It, does it does it does it pay to dumb it down? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have a diamond album than a diamond single for me, but I mean, definitely. I mean, none, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we know that you can make something simple and dumb, and you know, it'll 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 pop. So, I think we've known that for quite some time. But I think L Boogie, you know, well, hell, she called hell. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, right now, again, Cardi B is more beloved than Laura Hill. <laughs> Go figure. <Right. laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. There it is. But so, so does she Cardi show up on, on time <laughs> at the concert? Was she showing hey, up on time? Hey, we talked about that last week. There is, there is, there is this thing. You know, and yes, we did. Matter, matter of fact, matter of fact, if you look at it, I believe she said that also. Uh, I believe she's she said that too when they brought that up. She pretty much said that she said, "I when I'm ready, that's when the show starts. Y'all can't have it without me." That's so true. When, <laughs> that's, that's, that's when she definitely came out with that. She definitely was like, "Yo, when I get there, then this show will start. So chill out, just wait." Right. And people were like, "No, it's supposed to be at nine, nine p.m. Be on stage." Let's right. go. So salute to Cardi for that. And, and we're going to move on to coming to America. So we had the, the sequel finally 30 years later. Was it worth the wait? Oh, man. Uh, I'm happy they made it. Um, I enjoyed the characters. Uh, I enjoyed seeing everybody together. They had some new ones. Uh, 2K's Looking like Wesley was in the joint. I was happy to see that. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, it, it it wasn't it wasn't as good. And, and this is the thing: we knew it wasn't going to be as good. We knew it was it couldn't live up to coming to America. It's one of the greatest movies that Eddie Murphy ever did. I mean, it's one of the greatest ever. So it, it can't just be right there with it. It's it's, it's going to be down. 
lower, a little further down on the totem pole. It was a fun movie, man. It was fun. Terrible CGI, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I think the best, the best description right there, crazy. It was a fun movie, and as long as you went into it and tempered your enthusiasm, didn't go in there thinking it's actually going to be the second coming. It's like, nah, man. This is thirty-three years later. It, I mean, some people might look at it. Oh, it's a cash grab and all this. Did you really think that they were just going to put together and say, all right, here we go. We made an, a classic 33 years ago, and now we're going to just make another classic just because we want to. No, nah, we, we just wanted something fun, something good. They did everything they could to make sure it was fun and good. They brought in a bunch of familiar people from that time. They brought in people who were relevant at the same time that all of these people were relevant. They kept as many of the, the characters from the first movie as they could, and actors and actresses, so... Hey, I, I, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'll watch it again the next time it comes up. <laughs> right. In terms of, for me, I don't know about this one. This is another one where I'm torn. I'm, I'm going to say, obviously, it wasn't a classic. And Eddie Murphy has a bunch of bad movies here. I mean, he has some of the greatest movies also. But I'm saying, if you look at his catalog, he got some trash. But I will say this. They were always funny. This one is probably I would, I would probably have to I would have to struggle to try and find and grab something because typically Eddie gives you a lot so we can go to the barbershop I'm gonna have to go with that the barbershop you know what I'm saying that pretty much gave me a couple things or whatever to, to to hold on to but normally for me Eddie out pretty much even ones that are bad I still like him because he's that good where he still gives me enough where I can you know suffer through whatever else is there because he's that funny. This one is more of a, uh, a season uh, king role, <laughs> I guess, where he was, you know, not as uh, integral part and didn't really, you know, give us that flavor that we're used to from Eddie. So I wasn't really feeling it like that, but I didn't expect much when it was coming on um, Amazon. So, I mean, uh, that my, that my expectations... <laughs> And we brought up Tyler Perry, done at Tyler Perry Studios. <laughs> Tyler was in it. Ty, Tyler is in a oh. role that I think he should be. He should be in that role of having people produce things at his facility versus him making them, at least for me. So, but th does him being a part of it kind of, does it have a Medea quality to it? <laughs> wow. um, it does it have some, some of that little cheap, cheap, not not as quality feel, yeah, it, it definitely did. Definitely was not shot anything close to what the original was shot like. And I think that may have been a large part for me that was kind of threw me off as well. It was a lot of really bad CGI. Not only was it shot at uh, Tyler Perry Studio, it was also at Rick Ross's house, which was weird for me. It was like, y'all could have done something else better than Rick Ross's house. Hey, come on, Al. Why? But it was extravagant. Marshall. It was a lavish. It, it, it looked like it looked like it was in Rick Ross's bedroom. That's what it looked like. I was like, that looked like somebody's house. And then I found out it was. And I was like, that's why. Okay. I don't know. They say he he bought that house from who? And I believe he was telling uh, Shannon that they paid him two point five million for it. So right. Um, at least out of that sixty million, that that dollar recycled. The dollar recycle within the black right. community within the, within the community Craig G what you hating and for man and in Tyler Perry stood dad this might be this might be the blackest movie produced you know what I'm saying right. we got a different movie that we, 
Hey, I ain't got to, hey, no problems with that at all. If they want to pay them to shoot it there, go, go for it. Um, also, like you said, it wasn't Eddie Murphy. Uh, he, he was more in a royal role. It wasn't like his character. He wasn't the star of it. So that also played a factor in it. it hey, K- KG, I'm going to give you your credit, man, because I think you actually pointed something out that I had not realized. Even Eddie Murphy's trash movies were still funny. That one with him and Owen Wilson, I spy. Y'all might not have ever seen it, but it's one of my favorite movies. It makes me laugh all the time because he just carries it. Um, but yeah, when you tie that into, like you said, that Tyler Perry effect, I don't like Tyler Perry movies. Most of them I don't like. So maybe that's just what happened is that it, that brought that brought it down a notch for me. So I, yeah. It brought it brought down. So, so we were talking about, I was talking about that with Q. I said, well, uh, Black Panther was down there too, so I mean, it's kind of you know, what I'm saying a classic, classic, and then we got this. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you my other one, Vampire in Brooklyn. So Vampire in Brooklyn, just me, watched and it. That that drink was just, I just watched, watched it. Just watched it a week ago. Just watched and, it a week um, ago. I swear to God, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Three. <laughs> Craig, oh. I don't know if you remember that. Dog, and, I'm uh, searching <laughs> for all the Beverly Hills Cops. You gotta pay for. Them. There's nowhere to watch them for free. Hold on, hold uh, on. They went to the, the amusement um, park to it. Yes, yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> he running for the security underneath. All of them are funny, man. Oh my god, I was I was sitting there thinking, you know how they say you can rent it for three ninety nine or buy it for seven ninety nine. I was like, dog, I'm gonna watch these movies so much, I'm just gonna buy it. I'm, right. I'm paying seven ninety nine. I'm about to go in the house right, right now. Put it put on Amazon Prime and put it on. Hey, look, download it on the account. It's on there. Right. Yeah. Got to do it. Yeah, this one, this one will probably be just the cut ups at a barbershop or something like that. It wasn't, you know, yeah. too too much there. Uh, Arsenio, you know, semi, he he held it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. came through. I'm, nah, I'm Arsenio, Arsenio was the Arsenio was the best for me. That that was anytime he was going there, his joint, his characters were hilarious. Yeah, makes me wonder why that. we don't see him a little bit more. You really do. You really do. I mean, because. <laughs> I mean, he's almost like just stuck, <laughs> stuck between Harlem Nights <laughs> and, and uh, coming to America. It's like you know, and both of those. He, I mean, he, he's classic in both of them, but that's really all he's gotten is that you know. So, uh, what what other classic movies that have been just like outstanding? Have we had a sequel that followed up and was just as great, if not greater? Anybody Godfather. think of any? I can. I Godfather. Okay. Part two. I, I, I didn't watch Godfather. Oh, yay! You gotta you gotta check that out. Godfather Part Two is 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 better than is the best for a lot of people. Uh, KG, what are you talking about? Fast and Furious Number Seventeen, though. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> obviously, obviously. Come on, man. It was the no it's brainer. What a... Empire I thought Strikes you were going to say like Scream. Empire Strikes say, Back. Empire Strikes Back. Best one. Another one that's nope, didn't watch. Watched as a kid, that was about it. Well, Chris Rock, I mean, not Chris Rock, Chris Tucker was saying he didn't want to do Friday because he he wasn't in, a, in that space anymore and he couldn't yeah. recreate it. He was a different person, whatever. I saw him recently saying that, I think with Shannon also. But I think he um was on to something with that. Some of that for me is like just those were, those were that was a good chain of movies. That was a good that was a good chain of movies. Um, which, by the way, gives him two of the best chains because uh, I think we got to throw Rush Hour in there. Right. Rush, <laughs> Rush, Rush Hour. Hour. Okay. 
Could be. Rush Could Hour. Be. Rush Hour had some good had some good movies. It was like a stretch of like ten years, and that's the only three movies he made, and it was killing the box office. So, right. The new uh, that that made me think of Bad Boys. Yeah, at least the first two. Right, and then yeah, <laughs> Bad Boys Two. That's Eddie better than one. Eddie might have uh, Beverly Hills Cop Two. Hey, look, I look. I'm going to. Oh. I'm I'm going to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch tonight. Yes, and that's and, a good one. Katie. And the Nutty Professor. No, hey, for a while, no. for a while, that one. No, but that was. <laughs> hey, look, for a while, for a while, Craig. And then, and then, what you really, what I, I, really gonna have to I've never liked Nutty Professor. Oh what? what? Oh, I thought you meant oh. no. As in, like the the first one was the original was better. Like I, I no, can't, you I'm just really said he didn't like it. Oh yeah, you tripping? I didn't like it. I didn't like Come any on, of the Dirty Professors. Them joints were terrible. Plus, and plus, what he did for everybody, like from an acting standpoint, like he really changed like the the, the acting and comedic landscape with his ability to do all of that. It, that was so good, man. Sherman, 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 Sherman. Right. <laughs> I mean, but that originated with. Coming to America. That's where right. that's where it all started. He just he, he just, he just took it. Yeah. But not Nutty Professor. I couldn't I was like, yeah. Kind of gave me the um Tyler Perry, the Tyler Perry movie <laughs> feel. Uh, actually the Tyler Perry uh TV show feel. Even worse. <laughs> I don't know. But then we got it. Coming to America too, 33 years later, if we finally got number two, and they're saying number three might be coming. So we definitely know uh, Tyler Perry is involved. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? $60 million to make it. Also, we forgot, I forgot to mention, they say that that was the number one uh, streaming release during the pandemic. So over, over the last year, that was the highest uh, stream uh, original that came out. So salute to Eddie for that. Coming to America is finally yep. here and uh, find those bright spots in it. This is Victory Formation. Let's take a knee. to wait till the next day. <laughs> I started it and turned it off and said, I'll, I'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> so you didn't fall asleep. You went to sleep. <laughs> Walked out. I, right. I ended up watching the first one. I ended up watching Coming to America. The first one. It was pretty good. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Wait, that's your first time seeing it? Right. No, no, it's been a while. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. <laughs> it didn't feel dated. See, huh? it was I, I don't believe it. We don't have a we don't have a camera, but the I don't I, I could I can hear what you hear. <laughs> yeah. That's first time first time you saw it. So. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was that. It was that. It's pretty, pretty good. good. That's why I said wait. It's pretty good. That's, it was that's pretty why good. I said that. It was better than I remember. <laughs>